you ever wonder what type of blood work you need to be getting when you have ED? Well, I'll deep dive into that in this episode. This podcast is for you, the modern man. I'm Dr. Ann Trung, your host. I'm an intimate health medical doctor and best-selling author of the book, Erectile Dysfunction Fix. I'll do a deep dive into sexual health and performance and how it affects men of all ages and backgrounds. So let's get started and be sure to visit my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com for more information and resources from the show. See you on the inside. type of blood work do you need to have for an evaluation for erectile dysfunction? We're going to discuss about that today because I get this question a lot. And why do I do it for every patient that I see for ED? So I want to show you why, because it's so important to know that the normal sexual function or how you get an erection is that it starts in the brain. The brain is a larger sexual organ. It starts in the brain, and then you get messages from your senses, your five senses, what you see, what you smell, what you taste, what you hear, and what you touch. That feed into your brain, like the picture I show, and then it mixed with your emotions, how you're feeling. You're feeling depressed, you're feeling fatigued, you're feeling anxious, or you're distracted. And then that message get filtered, then goes to the hormone, the gland in the pituitary, and the hypopituitary, and that get the hormone get released from that gland. That's like right in your midbrain right here. And then that message gets sent to the nerve in the back of your head here. And the nerve send messages down to the heart. And then the heart increases heart rate and it goes to the blood vessel. The blood vessel open up or dilate and then more blood flows in. And then it goes to the muscles, uh, the penis. So in order for you to get an erection, our sex system has to work in harmony and in balance. And it starts in the brain. So guys, the erection starts in your brain. It doesn't start in your penis. And in order for you to get an erection, your brain and your penis have to both be relaxed. Yes, relaxed. So an erection is actually a relaxation state or the penis muscle. And that when you're not erect, is actually a contracted state, all right? And the reason why I bring this up is that when we do blood work, we evaluate the whole six system, not so much emotion, but we can look at inflammatory factors. And so this is the blood work that I used to evaluate. Now, I want to show you this because if you are going to see a doctor for ED or even for hormone, make sure you get this done. So what I see a lot in patients that come to see me is that they went to another clinic and the only thing that was done is just testosterone only and nothing else and sometimes not even a CBC. Let's dive in into comprehensive blood work you need to be getting when you have ED is first start off with a CBC. A CBC is uh, blood work that look at how much red blood cells you have in your body. All right. And it's important to know because you can be anemic or you can have too much red blood cell. And if you're already taking testosterone already, either as an injectable form 
or as a pellet, you need to get monitored because one of the side effects of testosterone is that it raises red blood cell in your body called erythrocytosis. And when the red blood cell is, is higher, you're more prone to developing clots. So if you're on testosterone replacement therapy, you got to make sure that you get your CBC check on a regular basis. I check this almost every four months when my patients are on testosterone pellet. So number one thing you should have is the CBC, and that's the reason why. Hemoglobin A1C. Hemoglobin A1C is a blood work that look at to see if you have diabetes, all right? And anything over seven is diabetic. Anything between over 6.1 to seven is pre-diabetic range. Diabetes means that you have high blood sugar in your blood more than normal, and that the insulin that is supposed to be secreted in your bloodstream that bring down the blood sugar is not working as well as it should. So it's a good marker to see if you have diabetes. And if you have diabetes, it's a good marker to see where you are in your blood sugar management. Oftentimes, actually, what I see a lot in my patients is that they come in for ED first, and ED will present first, and then the blood work reveals that they actually have diabetes. So interestingly, men that has ED should be screened for diabetes, and that if you have diabetes, you're three times more prone to getting ED. So the next blood work is the lipid panel, where you look at a cholesterol or your cholesterol level, your LDL level, and your HDL level. So the total cholesterol is a measure of the fat, and then the LDL is the bad fat, or the LDL is affected by sugar. How much sugar you take is affected, contribute to the LDL factor. And really, guys, the thing you need to worry about is the sugar that's causing the inflammatory state. Not so much the fat, but you also should also decrease your red meat intake as well. So you want your cholesterol to be lower, the top number to be lower than 200 at the time. Then you also want to look at thyroid hormone panel, where you look at TSH, T3, T4, and reverse T3. That's called the complete panel because thyroid, and I'll talk about it in future episodes, can also either hypothyroid or hyperthyroid can contribute to ED as well too because your body is the balance of other hormones interplaying with each other. All right, and then homocysteine, the reason homocysteine, a reason why we check that is some people, they may have a high level of homocysteine, which is prone to developing clot or low-level homocysteine, which is due to nutritional deficit. So you got to check that because you want to avoid hormone replacement therapy in patients that are prone to getting clot or high-level homocysteine can also contribute to cardiovascular disease as well. Then you want to check the insulin level, which is the next one to assess to see if you're insulin resistant. If you're insulin resistant, that goes with the diabetes. You want to check the level. Then you want to check vitamin D. Now, very important. You want to do vitamin D 25 hydroxy. That's the vitamin D3 that is in your blood. And vitamin D3, it's almost considered as a hormone itself. It's an essential vitamin, but it is essential in our hormone function. And almost 99% of people that I look at are low in vitamin D. So am I, I'm low in vitamin D because the only way you can take vitamin D is through taking at least five portions of vegetables a day, eat tons of oysters as well because oysters have vitamin D. 
But the thing is, most of the time, we also need the sun to convert your body to have vitamin D. But the good part, you can supplement the vitamin D. However, I measure that for evaluation of ED because low vitamin D can contribute to ED as well because the hormone needs that to function. Then you want to look, the next blood work is testosterone-free and total. The total is the total testosterone, but most testosterone, about 90% of it is actually bound to protein. Right? It's bound to a protein, albumin, and also the sex hormone binding globulin protein. And the free hormone is the one that's active that works on the cell. And you want to look at both the total and the free because the total may be normal, the free will be low. Because if somebody has high sex hormone binding globulin, it binds to the testosterone and the testosterone cannot get free to be active on yourself. You've got to measure both of it and you've got to measure the sex hormone binding globulin as well. Sex binding hormone globulin varies with other states as well. When you're stressed, it increases. When you have hypo or hyperthyroid, it also increases as well. So when SHBG or sex hormone binding globulin is high, it decreases the testosterone. And the next hormone you want to look at is estradiol. Estradiol is the female hormone and Estradiol comes from testosterone. Now, when you have too much testosterone, that gets converted by aromatase to become estradiol. And when a man needs estradiol as well, but when estradiol becomes too much, like may say you're over 45 or so, it starts to take away your total testosterone that you need. So you got to measure that. What I usually see estradiol conversion is usually related to a poor diet that's high in carb when you're not exercising and in men that has like love handles or a belly like that, that's called visceral fat. And those fats store estradiol. What it does is that when you have a belly or love handle, it actually will usurp your testosterone and then in the belly, it makes more estradiol. So it's good to exercise and to keep the size of your waist to below 40 inches because the more belly fat you have, there's a chance that you may be converting it to your testosterone to estradiol. The next one is dihydrotestosterone right here. Dihydrotestosterone, the DHT, which testosterone can be converted by an enzyme that converted to DHT and DHT is responsible for hair loss. And when you have too much DHT, that means that you have less testosterone because testosterone being converted to DHT. The next one is IGF, that's growth hormone. IGF-1 and IGF-PB3 is growth hormone. So we want to check to make sure that the growth hormone that is released in the brain is being monitored. Is it too high or too low? That will affect your testosterone level as well. And the next one is actually FSH, follicle-stimulating hormone, not FSG, FSH. You want to measure that and LH. Those are the hormones being released in the pituitary and that what control the testosterone, mainly LH control testosterone and FSH control more of estrogen in a female. And then you want to look at prolactin. Prolactin is the hormone that is released in the pituitary as well, and whether prolactin is high or low, because when you have high, high level prolactin, that could represent a pituitary tumor as well. And you want to 
make sure you measure that. So you have to really look at all the hormone, the gland functioning from the brain and how it talks to your testicle because your testicle is what produces testosterone, but it's being regulated by the pituitary and the brain. You also want to check C-reactive protein because that's an inflammatory marker. So if your body's inflamed, that will rise up. And that looks at to see if the endothelium, how's the endothelium doing? Because if the endothelium is inflamed, then you're not going to produce enough nitrous oxide. You're not going to be able to open up that blood vessel. All right. And another inflammatory marker is thyroid peroxidase antibody and thyroglobulin antibody. That looked at when that usually elevates your inflammation. And that is an antibody where your body actually attacked the thyroid hormone. The thyroid hormone's right here and attack it and it prevents the thyroid from producing the thyroid hormone that you need. So you want it to look at that. And the next one is PSA, the prostate hormone, prostatic stimulating hormone. And make sure you get checked for total as well as reflex to free. PSA. If the PSA is over four, then the lab will kind of assess how many percentage of that is free PSA. And for men, that's important to follow, especially if you're getting testosterone hormone replacement therapy. Not that testosterone causes testosterone does not cause prostate cancer, but prostate cancer sometimes may be inflamed. And DHT actually contribute to more uh, prostate irritation and dysfunction even more than testosterone, but DHT come from testosterone as well. So that needs to be follow up. And then the last one is factor five lighter mutation. That's the most common clotting disorder. And we check that to make sure that the patient doesn't have any type of clotting disorder that may cause side effect with the hormone replacement therapy. Another one I didn't put on there is a DHEA. DHEA is really at the top of the ladder of all the hormones where it's kind of like the father of progesterone and testosterone and DA level could be up or down and that could be easily supplemented as well. So the reason I mentioned about this is that hormone is an interplay of other gland interacting with one another and you need to assess from the pituitary in your brain all the way to the testicles and see what's going on, whether it's an imbalance in it or not. And this is the total panel you should be getting when you have ED and or you're on testosterone replacement therapy. This is the first uh, blood work I will get. And then subsequent blood work I usually get around every four months if they're on testosterone replacement therapy. And I wouldn't do the whole thing with the follow-up. I would definitely, if you're on testosterone hormone replacement therapy for follow-up blood work, you should have at least a CBC, you should have a CMP on here. In fact, it's actually not on here, CMP 14, complete metabolic panel. You should have that as well, complete metabolic panel 14 that looks at the liver function, look at your kidneys as well because kidney and liver function can also affect testosterone level as well. You should have your lipid panel looked at on follow-up, vitamin D measure every time, as well as testosterone free and total, sex hormone binding globulin, estradiol, DHT, LH level, and uh, PSA at least once a year if you're over 50. And so those should be checked out on follow-up hormone at this point. So I hope this is helpful. I love to hear from you. And I would appreciate it if you like, subscribe and comment. 
and I will see you in the next episode. Hello there. Want an amazing sex life? This free gift is going to give you more sex by helping you get harder and lasting longer. Let's talk about the most sensitive subject, the effect that aging has on your sex life. If you're over 40, there's about 67% chance that you have to deal with one or more of these issues. You sometimes go soft in the middle of sex. You sometimes have trouble lasting long enough to climax. Your erection just doesn't feel as hard as it used to be and your penis is not as sensitive as it used to be, you cannot reach orgasm or ejaculate, you sometimes have trouble getting an erection, these things lead to frustration and embarrassment when you cannot please your partner. My name is Dr. Ann Trung, and I've been treating men for issues like this for over 25 years. As a board-certified medical doctor who specializes in men's health, I help over 7,000 men reverse the effect of ED. As a way to introduce you to the ED treatment that I offer, I want to give you the most incredible free gift ever. But don't let the fact that it's free gift fool you. This powerful gift will help you get harder and stay and last longer and may just revolutionize your sex life, making sex more exciting, more thrilling, and an amazing experience again. How is that? So here's what you're going to get in this most incredible free gift. Number one, a good morning wood smoothie recipe. This is my specially formulated antioxidant recipe that will help you get harder and stay and stimulating more blood flow. It is formulated to increase your nitrous oxide level, which is one of the biggest keys to making you harder and firmer more often and will also help you last longer. It is filled with lots of greens that create more nitrous oxide in your blood. This smoothie will give you that morning wood effect and will also make you harder on demand when you need it most. And you'll see the effect in about several weeks. Number two, nitrous oxide testing strip. You will also get two of these strips which you will use along with simple instruction to test your nitrous oxide level in your saliva. Nitrous oxide is a gas in your body and is required for good blood flow to the organ. The strip can determine if your nitrous oxide is deficient, which can help us advise you on the best way to reverse your ED. Even more important, since since ED is an early warning sign of problems with circulation and heart health, this can also be a great way to prevent heart-related problems such as strokes and heart attack. Number three, and the best part of all, a 30-day free trial access to the Modern Man Club. As part of our mission to make men hard again, we launched the Modern Man Club as a way to provide education and support to community of men who's on the path to reversing their ED. With pre-recorded and live session being offered every week, um, I will help men regain sexual health through training, support. I will be there all the way with you to hold your hand through, so that way you can overcome ED and have your best sex life. Members rave about this session and the sense of community they gain by being a member of the Modern Man Club. And all you have to do is to say maybe to this offer. And once you say maybe, you will be on your way to a more fulfilling and exciting sex life. So all you have to do is fill down the form below 
And then I will see you on the inside. Thanks for listening to the Sexual Health for Men podcast. If you love this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post. And be sure to tag me and let me know why you like this episode and what you like to hear in the future. That will help me know what's great for you. And I would love to give you the most incredible free gift designed to help you improve performance quickly. Go to my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com to get the book, The Five Common Costly Mistakes Men Make When Facing ED. I would appreciate it if you subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and just know that you can have sexual vitality for life. I appreciate you. Until next time.